Welcome to It's an Honor Just to Be Podcasted, a highly opinionated experiment in tricking my husband into giving a yes about award shows. My name is Christopher Basile, and I'm still here. Oh, I'm Alexander, and I'm all ready for this tea you're about to spell, (laughs) apparently. Yeah, the uh, the topic this week is going to be, this month, I should say, is uh, I think one that might actually intrigue you more than some of the others. Mm -hmm. And not just because it's getting kicked off by Billy Porter. Okay. What do you think I'm going to be talking about? Um, oh, I'll do a wild, not real guess. Okay, cool. It's musical theater actors who cross over to the silver screen <laughs> and by silver screen do you mean television yeah we have established that i always say silver screen when i talk about television cool that's good we that's great for you yeah i love that that look. was established like i think two episodes ago <laughs> great that could be a topic but it's not the one that was okay. originally planning. i don't th- i didn't think it was yeah unfortunately it's gonna be a surprisingly short list. Is it's it? him and Kristen Chenoweth, uh, and that's it. Uh, well, I think. Sparza. Oh, true. I was. Uh, I thought you meant like people who won awards for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. but no. So here's what we're actually doing then. So Billy Porter, in case you didn't know, just won the Emmy for Outstanding uh, Male Lead of a Drama Series. Are we talking about the Emmys again? Sort of. Uh, it's, a, it's a jumping off point. I said two was enough. <laughs> so he just won it, and... It was marked as a milestone even right before they said their name. It's like we're making history, Uh Billy Porter. And the reason it made history, the way that a number of people have talked about since, is the quote, first openly gay black man to win best lead actor in a drama series, which seemed to me so weirdly specific. Which is what they have to do sometimes when it's like they already had the other parts of that sentence. Right. But it made me start wondering how much of that has happened before. And so I went down a little bit of a wormhole trying to figure this out. And I I will break down that sentence. Okay. In a, for a bit. So first, yes. (laughs) First meaning beginning a sequence. Yes. And, um, okay. So I have to say this first about guidelines, about what I'm going to be talking about. The rules fun. I am really going to try to do my best to talk about this because we're going to be talking about LGBTQ plus, celebrities and i'm trying to make it clear that what we're doing is i'm not trying to do any erasure i'm really going to try to focus on people who are open at the time of their nominations and wins. sure uh in doing research well, for because this, they they established that by saying he was the first openly gay right. and black th- and that's a big deal because it's all about perception mm-hmm. in a lot of ways there are people who were in the closet and won things and then later in their lives they've come out i'm not really going to be talking about them as much just because it's really looking at this from uh, the per- perspective of people who are in the community uh-huh. when this happened. Sure. So that's part one. I'm going to try my best to not deal with people who are rumored to be part of that community but haven't officially come out. I'm not attempting to out anyone on this. And I'm also going to do my best to not create the by erasure Okay. while doing this. Okay. So there's that. I'm going to try to do my best. You'll fail, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure I would, and I apologize and if I do. And you know what? This is a great time to tell tell us how Chris failed by <laughs> rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this and all the Thorp Inc. family podcasts. Continue. <laughs> Thank you for that. Because of the nature of this topic, I decided to expand it beyond the Emmy Awards and look at the main uh, acting awards. Thank The Tonys, the, the Oscars, and the Emmys. Hallelujah. 
Uh, I'm going to start with what will probably seem to be the most, you would think, the the most representative of the awards, the Tonys. Okay. So I had to do my research. And what I decided to do for the most part is go back as far as I could until we look at the most recent winner. Or just like a, kind oh. of like getting a sense of how often this happens. I see what you mean. And okay. especially when, when it comes to being part of the LGBTQ uh, plus community, people are more open now than they were, say, 30 years of ago. Course. Uh, so just take a look at lead actor in a play. And oh, to be clear, every person I mentioned like, in here, I did not include people who have not officially come out. Okay. So like I had to find something where they mentioned. Before they won. Right. Okay. Or even I included a couple of people who weren't out at the time, but just get a sense of where the history okay. lies. Uh, so lead actor in a play. When would you think the most recent person would have won? 2002. 1996. Okay. So uh, that the, one... year, the year of the gay person. <laughs> what? Well, it was like Rent and um, there was something else in 1996. It felt like a very gay year. <laughs> Rent was out at the time. I thought it came out in 95, though. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, George don't Grizzard. Ruin, uh, don't, don't ruin this for me. I'll try not to. Uh, George Grizzard won for A Delicate Balance that year. Okay. As the father? There's only one man in that show. No, there's two men. There's, there's a couple for men. lead, he has to be the yes. father. <laughs> Great. Great. I'm glad you went with that one. But between now and then, very few people were nominated. Okay. Uh, for play. For lead actor in a play. Uh, Jeremy Pope got nominated for Choir Boy, Samuel Barnett for Twelfth Night, Nathan Lane for The Nance, and uh, David Hyde Pierce uh -huh. for Vanya and Sonia, Sonia and Masha and Spike. Spike. Uh, Raul Sparza for Speed the Plow, Joe Mantello for Normal Heart, uh, Zeligo oh. Ivanek, I've never known how to pronounce his name, from King Mutiny Court Martial, Simon Russell Beale for Jumpers, Brian Bedford for Tartuffe. I'm going to include his name in here, even though it's not good. Uh, Kevin Spacey, he was not out at the time, and no. he only came out recently because he it's got revealed to be person. a monster. Yeah. And then... Uh, to the world, really. Yeah. And then Ashton, Anthony Shear and Brian Bedford again, and then George Gazard in 1996. Okay. So a fairly small list compared... Con considering in a, in, a, in a field that you would think yeah, would, would be, be far more. Yes. But it is a play. Perhaps musical is more. Uh, we will notice that, yes. We also noticed the discrepancy between uh, male and female actors when they were out and how many mm. were for lead actress also, in the play. Yep. only uh, how many people of color? Like two. Jeremy Pope. One. is just the one. Jeremy Pope. Okay. Who just got nominated this year. I know. Yeah. So I was just pointing that out. Oh, yeah. And also when he got, uh, when that play came out for uh, Choir Boy. A lot of reviewers were saying things like, we've never seen a character like this before on stage. It's like, it's like, well, maybe that's true. And if that's so, that's really sad. You need to change. Something. Yes, we need to fix some things if that's actually the case. So lead actress in a play. Uh, most recent nomination was Sherry Jones in 2014 for Glass Menagerie. Uh -huh. And in between that and when she won for in doubt. 2005 for Doubt, there's Holland Taylor for Anne, Cynthia Nixon for Wit, Lisa Cron... Uh, for well, Cynthia Nixon for Rabbit Hole, who won. And then Sherry Jones won. Oh, sorry. So Cynthia Nixon in 2006, Sherry Jones in 2005, and in 1995. So it's just the Sherry, jo it's Sherry Jones and Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon, Nixon show. Basically. All, so all w white women. Yeah. 
again, all white women. Uh, lead actor in a musical. Obviously, this is going to be more open. Yeah. Uh, most recently. Most recent win or? Yeah. Or nomination, I guess. No. Most recent win. 2017 for Ben Platt. Ben, ben Platt. Yeah. But he was openly out after. I looked it up. He apparently was officially out while doing the show. Okay. So that's why it felt clear to include him. Mm -hmm. And then at this point, I just started to like, so Brooks Ash, uh, Ash Mancus. Brooks Ash Mancus. Uh -huh. uh, for the prom nominated this year, 2017, Ben Platt won, and David Hyde Pierce was nominated for Hello Dolly. Robert Fairchild nominated for American in Paris. And after 2014, when Neil Patrick Harris won for Hedwig, I decided to stop counting who was nominated and just going after wins. wins. Yeah. Yeah. So 2014, Neil Patrick Harris. 2013, Billy Porter. Welcome back. 2017, David Hyde Pierce. 2003, Harvey Firestein. 2001, Nathan Lane. Two, uh, 1998, Alan Cumming. Uh, 1996, Nathan Lane. For funny thing, he wasn't technically out at that time. I for Okay. I forgot about this, and it was it actually made me tear up when I was looking and reminding myself. Nathan Lane came out in 1998, right after Matthew Shepard was killed, mm. and said, because he did Birdcage before that. Right. And whenever people were interviewing him, he always said, oh, I'm straight and blah, yeah. blah. And when Matthew Shepard happened, he very publicly said, I'm part of the problem. I should not have stayed in the closet. I did for career reasons. But we need to get the world to see that we exist. Yeah. So hopefully this sort of thing doesn't happen anymore and i got teared up thinking about that also the going back i found one between nathan lane 1996 the one prior to him was george rose in 1986 and in a similar vein and i'm sorry to bring this down oh no uh he won for uh edward drood while he was doing the show he so the show opened in 1986 and in 1988 he took a two-week hiatus of him oh, doing the national sure. tour of drood he was tortured and beaten to death by his adopted son uh, the boy's biological father, an uncle, and a friend of the father. And they tried to make his death look like an accident, but soon confessed to killing him. Yeah, it's really easy to make, like, torturing and beating someone up look like an accident. Yeah. And all four were charged and spent some time in prison, but no trial was held, and so they were released. So, again, like, sorry to bring it down, but the importance of being out in this world. Mm -hmm. And reaffirming Nathan Lane's sentiment. Sure. Then we go to... Uh, lead actress in a musical. So this is kind of sad. Caitlin Kinnunen, for The Prom, has recently come out as bi. Okay. She wasn't out when she got nominated. Uh-huh. Technically. Cynthia Erivo won for Color Purple in 2016. And in 2015, Beth Malone was nominated for Fun Home. End of list. Jesus. As far as I could find, end of list. Oh. So, gay males in musical... You're doing good. Gay females in musical, they're not really casting you, I'm guessing, is the thing? Probably. Yeah. Well, and I would like to point out that all three of those parts were queer characters. Yeah. So it's it's not even that, like, I think because, the, you know, the men get to play straight or gay, and it, especially at the Tonys, and it's not oh, a, right. And a it's thing. not a big deal. But the women are only cast if the character is queer and then they're like okay i guess we'll put a queer woman in well yeah at, true but at the same time certain gay men are allowed to do it and certain ones are not no i, I like like very famously do you remember when 
Sean Hayes was doing Promises, Promises. Yeah, and, and people were furious. And they're like, I don't believe he's no, in love with the woman. It was uh, reviewers who said, like... That's what I mean. Yeah, it's like, you know, Sean Hayes, like, I can't imagine him having a passionate kiss with Kristen Chenoweth. No, I understand yeah. that. I'm just saying I thought it was interesting that the only women also were playing queer characters. There was not a, a straight character yeah. amongst. No, agreed. In my research, I'm especially when it comes to the Tonys, I'm having a hard time figuring out how far back I could go to try to find the first openly ones. The best I've been able to find out is when uh, Harvey Firestein won for Torch Song Trilogy. Okay. And that was in 1983. That's the best guess I have because I can't figure out when Tommy Toon came out. Mm, sure. So now I'm going to go into the Oscars. For, say, lead actor, male actor in a leading role, who do you think would be oh, the first openly gay winner? Ian McKellen. There are zero. Oh, Jesus. Ian McKellen, nominated in 1998 for Gods and Monsters, uh -huh. is the first openly LGBTQ plus person nominated in this category. He lost. He's so good in that movie. He is. And apparently some people say that the reason he lost is because he was gay. Playing was a gay he, character. But was he also... I thought he was also nominated for the one where he's a Nazi. That came out the same year. Oh, okay. Your apt pupil. Apt pupil, yeah. Yeah, no, that came out the same year in 1998, and they just decided, oh, we're going to do Gods and Monsters instead. So... Both great movies. Yes. Both great performances. Yep. <laughs> Different ways. Yep. So, zero winners. <sighs> and I'm trying not to dwell in rumorville kind of here. I found this uh, website in a list that talks about this only for the Oscars. They didn't do anything for the Tonys or uh -huh. the Emmys, so all that research I had to do separately. They mark a number of people being either gay or bisexual, that it's where it suspect. seems more like some are true and some are feel like, hmm, I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah. And even when they do that. It still is only. There's only one person who is. Oh, uh, I should, oh, Kevin Spacey. I was say, there's Kevin Spacey, but he, but he, was, was, not he out. was not out at the time. Yeah, so <laughs> this list is very sad. And when we get to Best Actress in a Leading Role, again, the count is zero. Of course. Because, and I feel like it's probably okay to talk about this. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster has done everything but, but come, come out. out. So I don't mean to be like, if this is Rumorville, but she's essentially come out without coming out. Yeah, she had a speech where she all but said she was gay. Oh, you mean the one at the Golden Globes where she was, she was getting like, a lifetime achievement? Which she was getting a lifetime achievement at the age of 50 because they decided she was done. Well, I mean, she decided she was done. <laughs> no, she started directing more, I guess. But yeah, it's like the, I have something I want to get off my chest and say, I'm 50. Like, uh, and everyone in the audience said, oh, fun. Mm. You're here with your longtime partner and your adopted son. Yeah. Just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, when we get into supporting roles, I, this is the only time I'm including it because the list is so sad and short. Sure. Uh, best actor in a supporting role. This one was a little hard to say. So supposedly the first openly gay person to be nominated was Jay Davidson for The Crying Game. However... Uh, John Gielgud won for Arthur in 1981, uh -huh. and he claims that he was out at the time, but it may have been one of those, like... All his friends know, the people he like, works with like knows. those known secret kind of things. Yeah. Open secrets. Exactly. Joel, Joel Grey won for Cabaret, but he was not out at the time no. then. 
And of course, then there's Kevin Spacey for Usual Suspects. Fun. Which I'm so happy I get to say that name, name a lot of so times. much. Yeah. Now we get into supporting actress. Uh, and we actually have someone. Oh, hooray. Yay. Linda Hunt for The Year of Living Dangerously. And what else is weird about that? She was also playing a male. Oh, my gosh. In 1983, she was playing Billy Kwan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not even just no. There's a man. There's so many things weird about this. Why? But she is the only openly gay person to win an Oscar in an acting role at the time. Oh, you're getting it. My gosh. <laughs> and it had to happen because she was playing a Asian boy. Take note. <laughs> I've put you on notice before, Oscars. Yes. And I'm doing it again. And the reason I'm being so specific about this is also because when I was doing my research for this, it, I hit so many walls trying to find information sure. on things. But one thing I found... Well, it's it's hard to find things that are intangible. like it, Right. And this is something that's like, it's not just facts and figures. It's like a personal thing. Yeah. Like to the point where uh, Sam Smith won the Oscar for Best Song in, in 2016 for the song Writings on the Wall from uh, Spectre. He claimed in his speech that he thinks he might be the first openly gay person to win an Oscar, period, to which he got so much flack at. But then not re- but, but like, but, sure, well, he did, but it's also not that there was a ton. There wasn't a ton, but he was saying period, which is A, wrong in many ways. Sure. Like, Dustin Lance Black was one of the first people to go, it's like, right. hey, you may not have heard of me, but uh, I, I'm gay and I won and you should stop texting my husband. <gasps> yes. <gasps> Shade. I know. Love. Love. Such, this. such such delicious shade. But there are many winners of the LGBTQ plus community who are open at the time in all these in categories. all categories. It's it is weird for someone that won for in some ways a technical category right. of song to say to erase a lot of people like costume designers, directors, yep. Yep. writers. Yep. Like it sound. I mean, they're. Yes. There's tons of people that are just like living their life, working their job, but because they're not a celebrity yeah, and performer, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> come on, Sam Smith. Yeah. No, he got a bit of flack for that. I get your impetus to say that, but like, you should maybe have done some research before. He apparently read an interview that Ian McKellen gave around the time that uh, Ian McKellen was nominated. I think. Where he, where Ian McKellen said, I don't know if there are any openly gay people that got nominated before him or won before him. And Sam Smith took that and like ran As with fact. it. Yes. It's also one of the weaker Bond songs. Let's be honest. Oh, let's let's be honest. He won because Adele won like before. Because Adele's Skyfall? <laughs> yes. Was yes. it three words? Yes. But yes. was it an amazing song? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. So now we are slowly slouching our way back to the Emmys where we started. Great. Yeah. So... To do this kind of quickly, there have been a lot of people recently, uh, actors who are out, who've been nominated and have won. Sure. That's been starting to happen quite a bit more. But I'm especially in the supporting categories. That seems to be quite, uh, supporting and guest. Mm, okay. That, that seems to happen a lot. And also, obviously, with hosting, RuPaul's won a number of times and Ellen's right. won so many times uh-huh. for that. But to just focus on leads, I'm going to take... That statement about first openly gay black actor to win a lead uh, role in a drama series and break it down. So let's take a look at in 
the outstanding actor in a drama series, all the black actors who have won. Sterling K. Brown won in 2017 and was nominated again in 18 and 19. Jeffrey Wright was nominated for Westworld in 2018. Andre Bauer won in 1998 for Homicide. Okay. And was nominated in 96 in 2001. Harrison Page was nominated for Quantum Leap in 1992. James Earl Jones won in 1991 for Gabriel's Fire. Louis Gossett Jr. was nominated in 1981 for Palmerstown, USA. And when we go further back, they didn't separate comedy and drama. It was just lead actor uh-huh. in the series. Because then we have a name I'm so glad to bring up again. Bill Cosby, who won in 1966, 67, and 68. Fun. You said Andre Brower. Yeah. So isn't he openly gay? No, he's married. He's, uh, he's straight. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah. You know, he just plays gay in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and does it very well. Got it. <laughs> so those are the only people, uh, male actors of color, who've been nominated or won for a drama series okay. ever. Ever. And so mm. it's a very small list. Yeah. So Billy Porter winning, even just being a person of color, is a big deal. Right. It's still weird. Looking at just openly gay winners. Okay. To, of any race. Sean Hayes. Uh, just for lead actor in a oh, drama series. Lead actor in a drama? Okay. No one. Exactly. <laughs> There's no openly gay winners, as far as I know, other than Billy Porter. So, when people kept saying... Openly it, gay black act, actor. It, it felt weird. And that's one thing that confused me. Is I was like, Wait. That's what confused me. It's like, that seemed so weirdly specific. Just say, like, openly gay. Yes, it's also great that he's a black winner in this category that's very limited. But but the openly gay thing is the first time that's happened, period. And then I decided to open up to, well, what about openly gay lead series in comedy as well? And so I started looking it up. Jim Parsons. End of list. Jim Parsons won in 2010, 2011, 2013, 2014, was nominated in uh, 09 and 12. Uh, he came out officially in 2012, but basically said, well, I wasn't really in the closet. I've had my boyfriend for 10 years at this point. Yeah. So he's I been just, with me this every time. Yeah. It's like he's been sitting next to me whenever I've been winning. So I wasn't really in the closet, but he first officially yeah. made a like an interview statement about it in 2012. Lee Pace was nominated in 2008. Right. But he only came out like a year or two ago when he's doing Angels in America. America. Whenever anyone asked him about his relationship, he, he would just, talk about his dog. Right. Yeah. He was very cagey. He was very much like, hmm, I don't want to talk about this. So that is it. We only have two openly gay lead winners in history. Billy Porter and Jim Parsons. In the lead. In the lead. Hmm. Supporting, it's a little more open, and guests, it's a little more open. Sure. But even then, that's a pretty small list. And just because I want to make sure this gets stated, we only have, in terms of openly trans actors, one nominee ever who laverne oh laverne cox for nominated in 2014 2017 and 2019 no wins fun yeah you've made this really easy for me to like you started it off i think trying to be like hey sassy fun fun," because it's going to be depressing (laughs) the rest of the episode well i'm trying not to be too depressing about it because let's also take a look at the people who have won over the years 
who've come out afterwards and still get nominated and still get things. Like people like Ellen DeGeneres, like Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like uh, Jane Lynch. Like, sure. Uh, Wanda Sykes. I mean, Jane Lynch was open at the time, but she's never won a lead thing. Right. But, like Wanda Sykes. Was Portia de Rossi ever nominated for anything? I don't think so. Okay. No, somehow she managed to not be nominated for a bunch of those things. And then all... Uh, oh, Sarah Paulson, obviously. Right. Sarah Paulson, the amazing Sarah Paulson. <laughs> what? She she just dated two people on, on the, the list. Toadies list. Yep. <laughs> and also Emmy winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it was in doing the research about... And if you don't know, she dated Cherry Jones for a while. And now Holland Taylor. Yes. Uh, both of whom have been nominated. Uh, Sherry Jones had a really cute kind of coming out uh, interview that she did super early on where people asked her, it's like, oh, this is like the, yeah, it's cool. I'm dating this younger girl. She's awesome. And it's hot. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and so, yeah, great for Sherry Jones. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm hoping to end this off less with a depressing uh, look at how far the we lack. still have to come and the lack of representation, but more into the let's celebrate what has happened mm-hmm. and let's celebrate Billy Porter. And his huge hats. He has very large hats. (laughs) I think just in general, it's getting easier to be visible. And like steps like that help. Yeah. Sadly. But they do. Oh, yeah, of course. Just the the visual of that happening is amazing. Like two husbands hosting a podcast. (laughs) Not so much visible in that case, but... Visible to your ears. Okay. Or listening to... Podleadum. Oh, That's top model <laughs> yeah. podcast spelled backwards for me, Hannah J. Ginsburg and J.W. Crump. Go episode by episode, cycle by cycle of mine and your favorite modeling reality competition show, America's Next Top Model. Uh, you can find that or the B cast if you <laughs> if you search. I really it's so weird trying to talk. That's why <laughs> about I say that it. Show. That's why I, I say it that way. Yeah. Uh, you can find either of those podcasts at. <laughs> If you search Thwarp Inc., that's T-H-W-O-R-P-I-N-C, anywhere where you listen to uh, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, tell your friends, uh, for friends that have precocious little children, this might be maybe not the first episode to start with. No, probably not. Um, but, you know, we we were those boys, and <laughs> we know those children exist out there. <laughs> And also, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to this and all our podcasts. So for It's an Honor Just to Be Podcasted, I've been Alexander Price. I've been Christopher Basile. And I... Oh? That's not the right person. What was that? It's, um, it's... What was that sound? <laughs> <laughs>